this is a TMI episode. Let's talk about bowel movements, or more specifically, my bowel movements before every single exam. Fun times. Welcome back, guys. It's Confessions of a Dr. Holic with Hafsa Slayman, and that probably sounded super gross. So, before pretty much any exam, an interview, anything important, whenever I'm nervous, I go to the toilet. I remember when I was younger, it used to be heaps worse when I was freaking out. And honestly, apart from the awkwardness and more worry that I'll miss the exam, I felt better after about trip number three to the loo. And it's not a normal bowel movement either. At least not for me. I know, TMI, but it's more liquidy and it happens whether I eat or not. In med school, at least this is what I tell myself, but I'm pretty wild, hence I have amazing wild friends, so we speak openly about these things. And some of my friends get constipated before exams. Now, I don't know about you, but I'd rather diarrhea any day, because at least I poop my stress away, quite literally. Anyway, apparently this is called test anxiety. So test anxiety is a form of performance anxiety. So you could be scared, worried, tense, and even sometimes if it's too intense, physical things can happen to you during a stressful situation, like taking an exam. So if you're not sure if you have test anxiety, I want you to think about the following statements. One, worrying about the test distracts me from studying. Two, I can't sleep well when a big test is coming up. Three, I don't ever feel ready for a test, even if I study heaps. Four, I can't relax physically before a test. Five, I freeze when taking tests. I can't think and forget things I already know. Six, my stomach becomes upset before important tests. Seven, I have negative thoughts while taking tests. Eight, My muscles become very tense when I take a test. And finally, I often have panicky feelings when I have to take a test. So from this list, I've got crazy bowel movements. I can't sleep well before an exam. I do tend to have negative thoughts. It's not super intense, but I do often question myself like, oh, is it worth it? Like, am I going to do well? I think I'm going to fail, things like that. Um, And yeah, I never feel ready So these are a variety of things that you can be experiencing. And here's some other things that you could be experiencing. So in terms of physical symptoms, you could be sweating, you could be shaking, you could have a rapid heartbeat, dry mouth, fainting and nausea. So basically symptoms of what would happen to someone if you're running away from something that's freaky, like running away from a tiger. So basically the sympathetic flight, fight or flight response. You could have mild symptoms, so you can have butterflies in the stomach. I wish it was like a crush, but not really. You could have emotional symptoms, depression, low self-esteem, anger, hopelessness, distress. Cognitively, you could be fidgety. You could be forgetful. You could have self-doubt. You could blank out. And if it's super severe, you could be physically very ill. So what's really interesting is that a little bit of stress didn't actually kill anyone. It actually helps you perform better and it makes you study for an exam. So it's like this bell-shaped curve. So 
a little bit of stress up till a certain point helps you study. And then if it's too much, so you overshoot the curve, then it actually works the opposite and you're kind of useless. And it's only when it's excessive when it's called exam or test anxiety. Some people can also get panic attacks. And I personally know a few people who have absolutely tanked an exam because of a really bad panic attack. And the cause of this excess stress is because you're putting too much pressure on yourself to perform well. And there was actually a study performed in 2010 that showed that parents who put excess pressure on their kids to perform well actually had a completely negative effect on the kids' performance and exam prep. They also had a fear of failure and anxiety about their future. And the study, I'm going to link it below so that you can read it in your free time. Anyway, the reason why I went on and on about my bowel movements, even though I'm pretty sure I'm going to get some really awkward texts about it on the gram. And I mean, I, I can imagine people walking up to me and being like, we know about your bowel movements for an exam. So this is going to be super embarrassing. But here's five things that you can do to help you with exam anxiety. Okay, first one. This may be super obvious for some of you, but embrace it embrace the anxiety so rather than fighting it use that stress to make a good study schedule and try to channel it into your study so the fact that you're aware that you get anxious and that you're stressed before an exam could actually be a good thing because then you think about it and you go like okay so i'm stressed before an exam so if i get stressed before an exam and i've got an exam at the end of this month so rather than studying two days before or the week before you start studying early and slow and steady wins the race okay number two improving your test taking skills so apart from actually prepping for the test in terms of like buying material um, buying things that can help you take the test, you can actually actively do things to improve your performance and exam. And that is practicing test questions. Because the idea is you're throwing yourself in a familiar environment. So for instance, if you had to do an exam that has 90 questions for 90 minutes, and you know it's about a question a minute, and honestly, that's enough to make anyone nervous. So what you do is you start practicing questions and basically, you get fast at answering questions because you develop a style of like, you develop a style of answering the question. So for instance, it could be something like you read the last line of the question and then you go back and read the vignette. And that way you don't get distracted by unnecessary information. Or it could be something like you're reading faster because you got so used to it. And sometimes also, like even, even though the questions won't be the same, sometimes it is the same, but even if the questions aren't the same, it also plays a psychological role on you that you feel like, okay, you know, I'm super prepared because I've done test questions and it works. For me personally, being familiar with exam questions, being familiar with testing in a similar environment under pressure helps me heaps. Number three, another thing that you could do is improve your relaxation techniques. So something like deep breathing. I mean, I guess there's a reason why they tell women during labor to keep breathing in and out, right? So if they can do it, so can you. And it definitely helps you collect your thoughts and relax before an exam. Now, this is one thing that I've noticed in myself personally. 
I struggle to meditate and just like forget about everything and sort of put myself in like the breathing zone. So what I would suggest you do, and this has helped make my meditation journey a little bit easier. I'm still absolutely atrocious at it, but what's made it a little bit easier is like when you're in the shower, for instance, you've got water like dripping on you, right? So focus on that like focus on how it feels focus on the sounds that it's making focus on the flow and the pressure and how often you get sprinkled by water and I feel like I mean I know I'm focusing on that as a distraction but that has sort of helped me like I'm sort of shifting my 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 thoughts away from the thing that's stressing me and I'm focusing on the shower and the shower head and the water and deeply breathing okay next self-care so make sure before an exam you get enough sleep and that you're healthy and you're exercising and you're in that zen mode to begin with because if you're in a crap mode or a crap mood that's going to make your life harder as well and finally the most important thing to learn is to accept your mistakes no one's perfect That's the truth. No matter how hard you try, no matter how much you strive to achieve that perfection, no one is perfect. So this is, now the reason why I'm saying this is because this was a huge lesson that I had to learn. Stop linking your self-worth to the test's outcome. Just because you scored a five out of a hundred or a hundred out of a hundred or a 90 out of a hundred, like whatever your score might be, it has nothing to do with how amazing you're going to be. Sometimes, like, sometimes if you scored 5 out of 100, okay, you didn't prepare well, you had a bad day, whatever, right? And sometimes you got lucky and you scored 100 out of 100, you were well prepared and whatever. But, like, for instance, the way I think about it, so say you've got 10 chapters that you know the exam will cover. And you skimped on studying the last chapter because you didn't have enough time. And lucky for you, most of the questions were from the first nine chapters and you scored 100%. It doesn't mean you're perfect. It means that you got lucky. Anyway, the idea is, I'm I'm going to keep going off on a tangent, but the idea is stop linking your self-worth to the test score. There are so many people around the world who did not have to go to unis, did not have to go and get their best degree, did not... Like, if you're going to, you know, associate self-worth to test, they need to have the best test score and they manage to make it in life. So the same is applicable to you. Stop focusing on that and focus on becoming a better you. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed the episode. I know it's a TMI episode. Let me know if you've got any other techniques that helps you deal with test anxiety. And are you a diarrhea or a constipated person? I don't know if I should ask this publicly, but hey, if you want to reply to me and tell me what you're feeling... Go for it. See is.